Welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped firmly to the unshakable rock of Holy Scripture? That scripture is found in 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 10 in the podcast today. The Bible says, For therefore we both labor and suffer reproach, because we trust in the living God, who is the Savior of all men, especially of those that believe. Well, today is Hymn History Podcast, and we're going to be looking into the background of one of those hymns that has meant so much to many generations now because it has just ministered grace to them, particularly in a time of great need. The name of the hymn today is, Tis So Sweet to Trust in Jesus. I'm sure you've probably sung that at one time or another. It's a very well-known song that does express great trust in the Lord. Uh, It is sweet to know and to trust Him. Uh, The text, if you look in any hymn book, is going to record that it was authored by Mrs. Louisa uh, M. R. Stead, S-T-E-A-D. She was born in Dover in England around 1850, and as a young woman, she ended up coming to the United States in 1871 and lived for uh, quite some time in Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, with some friends there. And at a camp meeting that she had gone to, who knows how many people have really responded to the call of God at a camp meeting, and that's why I'm a big believer in Christian camping, uh, as it gets a hold of people's hearts. But uh, Louisa was at a camp meeting in Urbana, Ohio, and she really expressed a desire and felt the impression of God that she should be a missionary to China. The biggest problem was is that Louisa had a very frail uh, constitution about her. She had uh, a very uh, a health that was very susceptible to, to weakness, and it really prevented her from being able to go to China. But about 1875, she married Mr. Stead, who was her husband, and uh, they went on to have a family. They had a daughter that was born, and her name was Lily. And the Steads moved to an area of New York City, uh, right just adjacent in a suburb of New York City. There, Mr. Stead was making his living and providing for his family. But around 1879 or 1880, when Lily was four years old, it was a beautiful day out, and they decided it would be a great day to have a picnic at the beach. And so Louisa and her husband and their little daughter Lily went out to a sunny beach on Long Island Sound in New York. And while they're eating lunch, those sounds began to reach their ears of sudden cries for help and flailing around, and and a lot of yelling, and they looked up and spotted a young boy that was drowning uh, in the sound where they were having their picnic. So Mr. Mr. Stead, being the man of character that he was, he jumped up and he charged down into the water to help, But, but as is often the case in a drowning victim situation, the boy that was flailing around in the water actually ended up pulling down his rescuer, so that both of them drowned before the the uh, uh, the terrified eyes of his wife and daughter. It is believed that uh, after that, of course, Mrs. Stead left the beach and she went to her home, and there was a time, obviously, of great 
sorrow and great brokenness. And certainly I'm sure the question why was asked, as so many do, uh, when they go through those those dark and difficult times of loss in life. Well, Louisa at that point was then left without any means of financial support. Uh, she was almost she became very much destitute. She and her daughter were in dire poverty. And one day, when there was no food in the house and no money, Louisa opened the front door to find that somebody had left groceries and money sitting there for her. That same day, she sat down and wrote, "'Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus.'" Well, it wasn't long after this that Louisa and her daughter ended up moving to South Africa, where they both worked as teachers, uh, missionary teachers, for 15 years. Uh, the tune to "'Tis So Sweet to Trust in Jesus" was composed by William Kirkpatrick and first published in 1882. But back to Louisa, while she and her daughter were in South Africa, Louisa eventually ended up remarrying. She had been widowed for a bit, and her husband's name was Robert Wodehouse, and he was a native of the Cape Colony and a Methodist minister there. But in 1895, uh, Louisa's health continued to decline. And, her, and it made it necessary for them to come back to America. And in doing so, Robert Wodehouse, her husband, ended up becoming a pastor of some Methodist churches uh, in America. Uh, and the cooler climate and the more agreeable climate and the medical attention that Louisa re received when they got back made it possible for her to have her physical strength restored. So that in 1901, after a stay in the United States, they went back, her second husband, she went back to serve in Africa uh, in Rhodesia, which now is called Zimbabwe. And Louisa retired in 1911. And after several years of illness, she ended up dying there and her grave is still there where she was buried today. Among a lot of the hymns that the church sings today, this is one of those ones that resonates in the heart. If you think about the stanzas, listen to these. Uh, stanza one tells you that you can trust Jesus because of his word. The Bible, uh, excuse me, the hymn goes on in stanza one to say, "'Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus.'" just to take him at his word, just to rest upon his promise, just to know, thus saith the Lord. Um, you know, men feel, fail to keep their word, but that's a reassuring stanza that Jesus' word will always stand, that his promises are always true. Louisa depended on those in her poverty and opened that door and found God's provision for her. We have to accept those and trust that the Lord uh, will keep that word. Stanza 2 tells you that you can trust in Jesus because of his blood. You remember this one? Oh, how sweet to trust in Jesus, just to trust his cleansing blood, just in simple faith to plunge me neath the healing, cleansing flood, to trust him entirely, uh, for one's salvation is great blessing. Stanza three uh, tells you that you can trust because of his peace. Yes, tis sweet to trust in Jesus, just from sin and self to cease, just from Jesus simply taking life and rest and joy 
and peace. And then it closes out in stanza number four, how you can trust Jesus because of his friendship. Listen to the, 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 the thrill in her heart as she wrote, I'm so glad I learned to trust thee, precious Jesus, Savior, friend, and I know that thou art with me, wilt be with me to the end. Do you trust him today, folks? You listen to this podcast. There's no other source in which you could place your trust uh, that will that will will um, pour out on you great blessing. Uh, as a friend, Jesus will always be with you. He'll all he'll never forsake you, uh, and that is to be the condition is to be his friend. And of course, the chorus goes on to say, Jesus, Jesus how I trust him, how I've proved him o'er and o'er. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust him more. It's in those tough times in life that we learn to do so, is it not? Today, if your heart is filled with doubt, If your mind is confused and it's hard for you to find your way and to make your way in this life that's pleasing to the Lord, let me tell you today, it's so sweet to trust in Jesus, just to take him at his word. Why don't you bow your head today at the end of this podcast week and the end of this podcast today and just say, Lord, I I trust you. I know I should trust you more. Help my unbelief, but I'm going to trust you to take care of my circumstances. I can't see my way clear. It's hazy. It's difficult, but I know, oh Father, that you can give me the wisdom I need. Trust his son. He is wisdom personified. God bless you today. Walk with Christ. Christ.